This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot Grab your copy of the Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 as a popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see, cause Doug loves movies. <laughs> hey everybody! My name is Doug, and I love movies. This is Doug Movies. Very nice. That was, that was kind of like singing. <laughs> um, wow, this, uh, my, it sounds like I'm in, uh, in some sort of arena. But it is, it's a very big room, uh, for sure. But uh, I don't know if I'm going to give any kind of like Lindbergh speech or something. <laughs> 
We're coming to you for the first time from the Just for Laughs Festival in Montreal, Canada. We did it. We're in the Hyatt Grand Salon Opera. (laughs) They usually do operas in this room. So uh, (laughs) uh, it's going to be, I've got a great opera prepared for you guys today. It's Friday, July 26, 2014, Wolf of Wall Street fight, Terminator 2, Judgment Day of the Dead Man, Walking Tall, The President's Men in Black, Fisher King, Ralph the Dog, Dog Day Afternoon, Delight, Sleep Perfect, Murder by Death Wish 3, Amigos, World's End, of Watchmen Don't Leaving, Las Vegas, Food Lot, Jingling All the Way, Jingle All the Way, I wrote down Jingling All the Way. That's a totally different movie. Uh, let me see your name tags, Montreal. Oh, my goodness. Is, is that Rob Ford? Who is that guy? Just some politician that's not Rob Ford? Okay. Ben, the, case, the curious case of Benedict Button. So your name is Button. Zoe Dark 30. I like that. 16 Kendall's. Life Aquatic, what'd you change on that? With Steve McCrimmon instead of Zizou. I like it. Oh, there's a Shaun of the Dead over there. Did you, wait, what's your name? Sarah. Oh, Sarah of the Dead. I get it. Wow, there's a lot of big ones, a lot of good ones. Well, thank you guys so much for bringing those. Uh, oh, I saw one right there that's going to come in handy prob- probably. Uh, <laughs> uh, from the corrections department, uh, I don't know why... Um, I thought that at 139 minutes, Once Upon a Time in America was over three hours long. (laughs) Two hours and 19 minutes is, by my calculation, about 41 minutes shy of three hours. Uh, But, uh, you know, that's true no matter how high you are. And uh, (laughs) I don't know if that info would have affected the outcome of the game we're playing, but I also uh, don't care. Yeah, who cares? Um, has anybody here today coming to see uh, the Benson Interruption tomorrow night? Awesome. It's like right across the street, I guess, and it's something called Lustral. Every show in, uh, during Just for Laughs has to be at a place that the comedians, when they're telling people where their show is, they don't know how to fucking say it. <laughs> I was watching the Opie and Jim Norton show this morning, and he cannot figure out how to say Jizé uh, or whatever it is. <laughs> It's kind of weird. You put the dirty one of the dirtier comedians in a uh, in a club that he's he's just walking around saying he's at the Jizz Club. Uh, but he's not here today. And uh, but I've got uh, five great guests and a co-interrupter lined up for tomorrow night that you guys are really going to enjoy. And uh, uh, four uh, awesome people here today. I would dare say four of my favorites in the the whole world of uh, comedy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Canada and the states are represented by these guests. Please give a big warm welcome to Sean Cullen, Al Madrigal, Greg Proops, and T.J. Miller. Keep that going. Hey. Yes. <laughs> Don't stop believing. Keep it going. It's 1.30 in the afternoon, you guys. 
fucking get crazy. The bar is not open at the Hyatt until two. That's how you know Montreal is awesome. Yeah, they were open last night till three, and then you could still stay for like two or three more hours after that if you want to. Yeah, you can. I mean, you'd be staying 11 hours, but this podcast isn't about math. No, we've already discussed that (laughs) when I thought that a movie that's two hours and 19 minutes long is over three hours. Probably just felt like it was. But that's T.J. Miller, everybody. Let's hear it for him. From Yogi Bear 3D. There's a lady there that's got a name tag she made, especially if you were here. Leah, yeah! She's got one for every single person. (laughs) Greg Proops, yeah! No, just you, buddy. Yeah. Uh, I am so happy that you're here. It's been a while since you've been on the show. I had to come all the way up to Montreal to get you, and because uh, you're the star of the Emmy-nominated Silicon Valley. Yeah. Hey. And the Oscar-nominated. And the Oscar-nominated Transformers Four. That's exactly what I have written down on this piece of paper. Because uh, uh. it'll get a special effects nomination for sure, and oh, you're going to be in a sure. fucking Oscar-nominated movie. It was especially uh, affecting to the audience that it was an hour and forty-five minutes long that's what's being nominated for i was thinking i wanted to pitch to you to make it sound more highfalutin when you talk about it highfalutin you should uh, refer to it as uh, i like highfalutin <laughs> you should you know, only the top of the piccolo gets played you should call it transformers for age of distinction yeah, yeah. that does make it, it sounds better. like a uh, merchant ivory movie bay should have known that any mention of extinction is just fodder for the critics who are already so hard on him to say, like, this franchise has become extinct without Sheila Buffet or whatever. <laughs> Sheila Buffet? Sheila Buffet. That's how the French say her, the That's... buffet. <laughs> it's a buffet of sexuality. Uh, TJ brought uh, for the prize bag three spray Avion bottles. Yeah, and those are, those are Avion facial sprays. They're imported from France, and they moisturize and tone and refresh, and they're the most American product that there is because people in other parts of the world are dying because they can't get a cleanly source of water. And in America, we're like, sometimes I like it on the outside. <laughs> and it's also the only prop I've ever used on stage. So it's, it's also a great way to, uh, it, it keeps you from getting the avian flu. That's right. <laughs> That's exciting. Ah, Greg Proops ah. is here, you guys. Yes. Hey. Yeah. Bonjour, Monreal. Comment ça va? Je m'appelle Gregoire. He, he put in the prize bag a uh, package of gum that he signed on the back. And he also, uh, I think he, oh no, I thought you chewed some of the gum. But you, no. it's a pristine package of gum. They give it to us in our hostility. When you come to the uh, Just Pereer Festival, uh, they give you a hostility package, and in it is a, a, a package of gum and some other effluvium and other ungodly shit that takes yeah, up a book. Like room a, your- a book that says comedy on the front of it. <laughs> and then it's blank on the inside. <laughs> it's like, we don't fucking know. You, do, you work it out. You come up with some comedy. Anybody can do it. All you need is a piece of paper. Mine, mine, my book didn't say comedy on it. It was just it blank? Say. Disappointment. That's another, weird, that's another weird thing to give out at a comedy festival. They gave us earplugs so that we can really enjoy the shows. And, uh, oh, some Advil. That's nice. And, I would have uh, preferred the French-Canadian uh, Tylenol with codeine because it's awesome up here. The 222s. Who's with me? That's you can get him at the Pharma Preaks. I got I to gotta go. I'll be right back. Yeah. I changed my mind about giving you guys this pen. I'm going to hang on to it. 
<laughs> but uh, there's some uh, hand lotion. That's what, that always comes in handy when you're at a festival like this, touching a bunch of dirty sons of bitches. And then a copy of uh, my album, Gateway Doug. And then uh, Al Madrigal is here, everybody. Hey. I... Have never been on. Have I been on this show? Is this a, you're on it right now? I'm on it now. I, know I think that. this might be That's your a, first time. I think it might be. So I did. I think so. Um, we watched Fast and Furious Five in L.A. Fast Five. Fast Five. Sorry. Yeah. And that was fantastic. If you haven't seen that, it made me. I went back and watched every other Fast Car movie after that. Totally. They're really. Those. They're terrific for interrupting because they just. Uh, they're. They're. You know. They're well made, but they're silly. Well, my favorite part, and I forget what actor this was, there's a guy in the film that looked exactly like Dane Cook. And so it just made it so easy for me to uh, do Dane Cook lines. You think uh, Vin Diesel looks like Dane Cook? Exactly. If Vin Diesel had hair, yeah. It'd be. I would pay uh, so much money just to see Vin Diesel do one Dane Cook routine. Yeah. Like, Dane, Dane <laughs> Cook. Like a jokey-okey type of situation yeah. where you could just put celebrities up doing... Other people like, what's Vin, Vin Diesel's the voice of a character in Guardians of the Galaxy? And he only says three words over and over again the whole movie. Like, did he just record it once and go home? And they're just like, we're going to say Vin Diesel is in this. No one's going to give a shit. Isn't, isn't that the same? He only says three words in those car movies. He's like, let's get fast. Let's get furious. I look similar to Dane Cook. That's all hyphenated. <laughs> yeah, and like Iron Giant, he's like, I'm a robot. <laughs> In the pacifier, he was like, this is mistakes. <laughs> so just for laughs, it's very nice to include in our, uh, our bag that they give us, uh, everybody, uh, some uh, CDs from Comedy Central Records, and they're from Morgan Murphy, Tom Segura, and Dennis Miller, and Al Madrigal signed all three of them for whoever, whoever wins today. Just for rear, that's what I said. That's going to be a real conversation starter on your coffee table. Why are these albums by other comedians signed by Al Madrigal? <laughs> and it's because that's how big he's getting in this business. That's is right. That these guys wouldn't have been able to do this without him. And uh, what, what else are you up to right now, Al? Are you, uh... I'm on a show. I'm on the NBC show, or Global. I think it's on Global. Here, is that a fucking network? Uh, so it's uh, about a boy, and I still do the Daily Show. So I'm still. You're on about a boy. I am. Is your mom what watching? What character in the movie are you representing in the TV show? There is a fat friend in the beginning <laughs> that has maybe three lines where you see Hugh Grant go off and um, never, like you tell, he's convinced to be single and love. Uh, and completely selfish after that point because he hates his married friends and I, I'm that married friend. <laughs> they, let's get they, fast, let's get a boy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I like that the national broadcasting uh, company, NBC, uh, their affiliates internationally came up with an even more generic name for their network. <laughs> it's the Global Network. Yeah, that's right. Somebody should just start one TV network yeah. <laughs> tonight on TV yeah. uh, programs. Canada's own Sean Cullen is here, you guys. Yay. Hello. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me. He Global 
And it's not even global. It's local. It's just here. It's just here, so it's not global. It's a lie already. You my brought something really interesting for the prize yes. bag that I I'm it, holding yeah. in my hand. It's a, it's a little ceramic sad Indian yeah. looking at pollution. This is... Uh, this is my uh, this is my father made these before he passed away. He uh, had a resin mold company, and he was very fond of native uh, motifs. So, eventually died of resin poisoning. But this this work he did. He incorporated some feathers into it. Yeah, there's feathers in his hair that are very yeah. nice to stroke. And he still <laughs> looks sad when you do it. Yeah. Yeah. He's, got a, said it. he's got a very sad face, and he's got a feather kind of fan. All, everyone knows that the native people love fans, uh, and it features largely in their right. well, culture. Why don't you tell everyone why that particular statuette is so important to well, you? Well, because uh, this is the last one my father made. Uh, <laughs> he was barely able to speak or see. But he still had the strength to pour resin into the mold. And like that. Ah! Like Storm is coming. <laughs> I like the dog. You're so... It you're does so, tell the weather. It's amazing. You're so politically conscious that you said it has feathers in its hair. It. It being... It might it. be a lady. <laughs> it could be luck. Be a lady tonight Luck be a lady I got his feathers all wet If you ever were a native lady Luck be a lady tonight Yeah, we go Lady doesn't spray my resin It isn't right, it isn't so Lady doesn't go around all over the room And wet other guys' feathers so How many points points with I'm sorry, Sean how many points would Aisha Tyler give you for that one, Greg? <laughs> How many Indians can you fit up your ass? <laughs> All of them. <laughs> I don't think I time. could get one up my ass. This thing is, is big and it's heavy, too. It'd be hard to walk. It's my, unwieldy. Yeah, you should see sure. some of my father's other work. They're much more smooth on the sides. When they're standing up with their arms at their sides, no problem. No problem. Yeah. Their heads are cone-shaped. Also, I'm throwing in a box of Kleenex that, I, that was in the uh, green room. Did you sign it? Oh, yeah, I'll sign we'll it. It's a good idea. Each Kleenex. Now, that's a conversation starter. <laughs> Next to the bed. You're signing it in a pen. You're a true consummate professional. I don't, <laughs> I don't have a Sharpay. <laughs> so come out and gnaw your French. name into the box. A Sean Sharpay. Cullen, let's start with you. Okay, what's wrong? Um... I'm going to have to ask you to go outside. No. Uh, have you seen any movies lately? Oh, uh, you know, I've seen... I had to uh, look at a piece of paper to come up with that question. <laughs> Let me see what I've got for Sean. Have you been to the movies? I saw a very... Like, this was released on iTunes. It says, currently in theaters. In that section of iTunes, it says, currently in theaters. And you know it's not currently in theaters. Or in, maybe it's in one. But it was called Snowpiercer. Yeah. Uh, with uh, Captain America. Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Yeah. I have a liking for Chris Evans. I like his honest portrayal of Captain America. He's a sweet man with incredible muscles and no other powers. 
And I like that about him. That shield comes right back to him when yeah, he throws it. Yeah, but I don't it. get yeah. that. How is that possible? It's not a boomerang. It's just a circle. <laughs> yeah, a circle does not have that aerodynamic quality of a boomerang. It but It depends seems... on the wind and if, it, if there's an updrift. All right, I don't want to so, get into it. <laughs> it's also his has his enhanced meteorological powers so he can discuss the wind currents with himself as he throws it. He's it, so it, swift. And it, but it, it's it'll, an, it'll, it'll, like, it'll, like, lodge itself in a wall when he yeah. throws it at a wall. But he, he runs right up to it, just pulls it right out. Yeah, but he can catch it, too. It's On crazy. the edge, it goes through concrete, but not through his hand. <laughs> you know what? That's probably why they named the entire organization after it. Shield. Oh. Yeah. Simple is best. Uh, but Snowpiercer. Did you like that? I actually did. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's a, I think it's a Thai director. It's a very, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Hong Kong the, action It's the dude who did the, the host, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And it's basically, as they're on a train, and the train is the last place humanity exists, and the train goes around the world constantly after uh, a deep freeze has occurred. It's a new ice age, and nothing can survive outside the train. So uh, Chris Evans and several other people live at the back of the train, and they eat some kind of cubes of sludge, and they have a revolution in trying to get up to the uh, to The rich people are in the front part of the train. Yeah. So he fights his way through a train. Yeah. Like, it goes from car to car having fights. Yeah. It's great. It is amazing. Have you seen it? Yeah. I think it's quite fun. <laughs> there's, a great scene that, there's a great scene where Chris Evans and his pals arrive at a, say, a, a place, and the door opens, and there's hundreds of guys with axes. And they're, well, we've got, like, these pipes and stuff. This isn't going to work out well for us. And then all the lights go out, and it's a fight in the dark, and they're just getting chopped to pieces. And then a man runs from the back of the train. <laughs> Don't with say a, too much. <laughs> with a torch. <laughs> and then they win the fight. Because then they can see again. Then they can see again. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. I don't think there's many people in the audience that are like, I wish he said snow piercer spoiler alert because I'm intending to watch it tonight. Listen, I haven't told you the best parts of snow piercer by any stretch. It's called snow piercer? Yeah, it makes no sense to me. That's a weird it's name. It's called snow piercer because that's what it's called when you make a snow angel lying face down. Oh. Yeah, you, have you, to be you add, a, you add a little you... hole there. So you have to be very excited about making you that totally snow angel. You totally pierce the snow with your right. cockleage. I was going to say, if the angel's face down, it can be a little bit of a snow devil if you get on top, you know? I thought that would do better. Uh, I'm it's still, a, yeah. It's a snow angel fucking joke. What else do you want? John, John, John Hurt is in the movie. John Hurt. He's a wonderful actor. Okay, you, I didn't say tell me everything you know about a movie. And Ed Harris, of course, is in it. <laughs> right, because he's, uh, he's, he's the, the guy weirdo. on the phone at Apollo yeah, sure. running yeah. the... Uh... He's, he's the weirdo in every movie. The weird, blue-eyed Aryan man with no hair in every movie. That yeah, or a really fancy wig. Oh. He likes to wear a wig on occasion. He's cute. Just like Al Madrigal. Have you been to the, uh, the movies lately? I know you're I busy. I saw the last one I um, saw. We're, we're getting, I have a 12-year-old right now, so I'm getting to introduce him to a lot of comedies, which is great. So we just have been on a marathon. We're trying to, since the summer, they're watching almost one a night. So we just watched Shaolin Soccer, Groundhog Day, 
and uh, Dumb and Dumber, and he's seeing all these things. He, of course, fights it in the beginning, and then is convinced it's the best movie uh, he's ever seen at the end. And then, um, the, as far as the theater, I saw Edge of Tomorrow, which I thought was fantastic. I right. loved it. I That's it interesting great. that you saw Groundhog Day and Edge of Tomorrow like in exactly. close proximity. I really did. It was amazing. It seems like the easiest fucking script to write after just, like, let's take uh, Matrix, and let's take Groundhog Day and fucking Tom Cruise, put them together. I'm actually friendly with Tom Cruise, which is exciting. Uh, so I went to go support what him. What does that mean, friendly? We became buddies. Oh. On the, well. Do you guys uh, go snow piercing yeah, ever? He do. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, he, by buddies, you mean he keeps you in his ice castle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he uh, was on The Daily Show, and I had a piece air. And so what you, the move is that we get to stand in this mini kitchen, and you hope that some you know, celebrity would walk by, and then you get to interact with them because they just saw you on the monitor, and he came by, and this is how we're so, so close. Is that... <laughs> came by and he said, good job, and he came right up to me and shook my hand, and then I was nervous, and I dropped my pen, and there was this moment where we just locked eyes, and he slowly bent down, picked up my pen, paused for a little bit, right near my crotch area, looked at it, and then rose back up. He was checking you out? He was totally checking me out. I feel pretty fucking good about it, too. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. And so, that's, so I'm happy to go support That's the end of your my, friendship right that's there? That's it. That's how it ended. I, I just and went a new out relationship began. Yeah. <laughs> He's something extremely, extremely exciting to be around. I've, I've met him twice, and both times, I, the, the whole time, I, I couldn't... I just couldn't get over it. It's right. just really, he just really is a fucking star. movie star and yep. also just seems like a sweetheart. You're cool as shit. Doesn't yep. bring up Scientology ever. <laughs> and also, uh, can I say this real quick? To, to that effect, uh, didn't have anybody with him. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen came on the show and uh, he had 20 people fucking with him. Entourage. Tom, Tom Cruise. Just okay. shows up. One dude. Oh, he had one dude with him? Yeah, just one person. How many did Sasha have? 20. 20 people with him? 20 people, uh, 20 person. What is there, a security force or something? Well, it was right when he was putting out the dictator, and so he had oh, oh, those oh. chicks dressed up as, right. uh, you right. know, as a little militia or whatever he, he was, was doing. doing a thing. Yeah, yeah. He was doing a thing. But there was still. <laughs> well, I was just wondering of, if he traveled with 20 people. There were a shitload of people other than the, uh, you know, hired model chicks he had in fatigues or whatever the fuck he was doing. So. Uh, what an yeah. asshole. He was. That's what I'm getting Am at. I just I'm glad you said it, Sean. Sorry, I don't know him, so I yeah. don't care. Same thing with Florida, the rapper. Sorry, Flo Rida. Yeah. <laughs> he comes with a large entourage as well. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> Greg, have you been to the movies? I mean, besides Transformers 4. Oh. Uh, no, I, I was going to see Transformers 4, and then I remembered I'm an adult. <laughs> uh, but it looks good. How could you ever get tired of robots fighting? I, you know what? I think there's too much fussing between robots in movies, and that's what uh, raises my dander. I feel robots should live in peace and harmony, and they yes. should make a movie called Robot Piercers, where <laughs> their extensions come out and grasp one another firmly. Amen. I don't know if I'd go watch that. You're probably right. Fighting's better. I've not, I think I've seen a Michael Bay. What was the one where uh, Scarlett Johansson is in a white thing? And the she's Island. Like, yeah. 
I, uh, I took my own. <laughs> I treat every movie question like it's a game show. Like I just yeah. jump in as soon as I know the answer. You truly do love movies. <laughs> This is how much I love movies. I saw the, I guess, uh, TJ, this is a question for you. How, how many minutes into Transformers 4 did I walk out? I'd say 27 minutes. No, you, 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 your character leaves the movie. I won't say why. Uh, 45 minutes in, that's when I left. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I just wanted to see you, and then when you were gone, I even had to stay a couple extra minutes, because even after you're gone, you're still around for a second. That's true. It's grim. <laughs> No, I think it's optimistic because I don't have to work with Michael Bay again. <laughs> yeah. I found a lot of positivity within that. So it was, it was rough? It was uh, not a good time? Well, no. It, was it rough nut or tough nut? It was rough nut. Uh, <laughs> and it was tough nut. It was very... Uh, it was, Seriously, it was, why is the girl and the boy, why are they named rough nut and tough nut? Like, why rough or tough don't seem right for the girl? Yeah, I don't know. I think they came up with Tough Nut, and then they were like, well, it's a twin. What it rhymes with that? I'm and sorry to hit you with all these hard no, questions. No, no, it's okay. And Gruff Nut wasn't a good idea. I'm really Katie Couric-ing you right now. <laughs> <laughs> what magazines do you read? Um, That's okay, a but question. So, so Michael Bay just yells at everybody? Is that the thing? Well, you know, he has a specific way of communicating with people. Uh, like once he said, uh, he said to me, you know, nothing that you've said is funny, TJ. Not one thing all day. We hired you to be funny. You're like, look, there's 300 people here. None of them are laughing at you. Say something funny. I can still cut you out of the movie. And I said, Michael, I would love that because then I would be able to leave right this instant. And he said, say something funny. You haven't even made the Make-A-Wish kids laugh. And that was true. And I said, true. That's true. And I, to be fair to him, I hadn't, you know? So they were just sort of standing there like, this is not our wish. We, can, we, can we trade our wish in? We didn't want to see the emptiness of Hollywood screaming through a man dressing all in white. But then the weird thing was... As you should have said stopped, to him, go try to make a speech. Well, the, he's yeah. not good at that. Yeah, I mean, he, did, he has stage fright. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, but then the second the cameras would stop rolling, he'd be like, hey, you want to go get sushi and have some drinks? It's a very bizarre bipolar experience. But I, I, the movie that I saw, I, I went and saw Transformers 4, and I brought an audience from the comedy club in Omaha at the Funny Bone, because I thought, look how cool that's going to be. I bring everybody there, we watch the movie together, I'll do some funny Q&A at the end of it. I thought it was a brilliant idea. Then, as we started to watch the movie, I remembered that it's three and a half hours long. <laughs> so by the end of it, which people kind of felt beholden to stay till the end, it was really awful. I mean, people bolted out of the theater. I didn't. I, I fell asleep at one point. It was really a bad idea. It's. I imagine if one sat through the whole thing at the end, if you know, if, if asked, how would you like T.J. Miller? They they'd go, he was in that. Yeah, because because a lot of shit probably happens. Well, but you should have stayed to the end because there's a really sort of. I don't know. It's both cathartic and they really tie up the end of it because it ends up that the humans aren't extinct and neither are the Transformers, but Mark Wahlberg kind of triumphs and so do the Autobots. It's, oh, it's, it's similar to... <laughs> no, it's exactly the same as the last three yeah. films. <laughs> so I thought it was really good. I what actually a have ex- a uh, Michael Bay story as well. Really? Um, I dropped my pen. Uh-huh. And he just took so much time in the dick and balls area. 
Did he yell at your dick and balls? And then he yelled at my dick and balls. Your dick yeah. and balls haven't said anything funny this whole yeah. day. <laughs> Al, you call that a dick and balls? Can, Al, can I borrow your pen? Yeah, it's a great pen. I got it. TJ, was there a particular ad lib that did get in the movie that you're proud of? Yeah, because you had some funny there's lines. A, there's, there's a couple, but one of them I'm really proud of, and the other one I'm disgusted by. It wasn't oh, great. An ad lib. Give but us the, both. The ad lib that I, I, well, I'll say the thing that I hated was that he and I, he's actually quite funny, and so we were arguing, we're not arguing, but we just sort of discussed, was this the funniest thing? And it was during this particular scene where he said, uh, I came over and I said, Michael, this doesn't totally make sense. I think this line is a remnant from an earlier draft in the script. And he was like, yeah, I don't like this scene, so what do you think it should be? And I was like, what? You want me to make up a scene in a movie that's going to be seen by 300 million people worldwide? And he's like, yeah. Uh, and so we worked through it, and then eventually he came up with this idea that I come up with the eviction notice, and I say, um, you know, uh, uh, Tess, the, you know, me casa is, is su casa, and we're about to lose the casa. And he said, that's hilarious. That's the one you should say. And I was like, I do not agree. I, I, don't, I think this is an awful idea. I really, because I talked to him straight up and I was like, this will be a thing that embarrasses me permanently in front of millions, hundreds of millions of people. And he was like, just trust me. It'll be hilarious. And I trusted him and he was wrong. Uh, but then he did do something great, which is he let me riff this thing and he kept it in, which is where I say, if you report that there's a transformer, then you win like like $100,000, and uh, Mark Wahlberg's like, I don't think you win it, I think it's a reward. And I was like, no, it's not. You think Greg would lie to me? And that's amazing, because there's no mention of Greg. We never see him. It's such a thing that I would say. I always, with my girlfriend, make fun of, like, guys, you know, guys named Greg and talking about Greg. And it's just a fictional thing. And I, every time I see it in the film, because I've seen it upwards of 30 times, uh, but I, I, it's so funny to me that he let me say that in a major motion picture. Okay. Thank you, Doug. Uh, a really big hair hanging off of your face. Yeah, it's from my head. So, <laughs> but that is amazing to me that in a movie I say, "You think Greg would lie to me?" And it's just an absurdist line. So it's. I might have laughed at that one. I laughed a few times. Also, but also it's just it's so random when he hits you really hard with the football in the yeah. face. It's so. Well, that was the one where he said nothing that you're doing is funny. That's where he yelled at me because we I couldn't. You get gotta it right. come up with a funny response to getting hit in the face with a football. Which I think it's pretty funny just to go, Bleh! you know, but uh, <laughs> which will play well in the podcast to the listeners. Uh, but no, I mean there is some funny stuff in there. What's random to me about it is that I'm in the movie. Like it doesn't make sense. It feels every time I watch it, it feels to me like somebody of mine was like, "Hey, I got this editor to CGI you into Transformers, and you look like a fucking idiot." Because it is weird that Mark Wahlberg will be like, "We gotta go drive," and then the guy Jack Rayner's like, "Hey, it's nice to meet you. I'm pursuing your daughter," and she's like, "This is Shane. He drives, Dad." And then it cuts to me, and I'm like, "Ah!" They're scary cars. It just seems fake the entire time. Which, the surrealism of that, actually, I embrace more than actually being in the film. But I do appreciate that he the had The first in 45 it. minutes of this one, I'm not saying this just to say it. The first 45 minutes of this one is the best 45 minutes of any of the Transformer movies. because That is a bold statement. Because Doug. Mark Wahlberg is good. He's great. He's better than LaBeouf. And He's you great. are there with him for 45 minutes. 
as the sidekick or whatever, and his, and his daughter is hot, although it's weird how he's yelling at his daughter to put on uh, shorts that are, are bigger, and, the, and, and but, but Michael Bay is lingering on her ass while it's happening. Well, he, he got down and he did that it's shot. Under, it's like looking up into her shorts. He did that shot and everybody, and this is the last thing I'll say about Transformers because there's a thousand stories, but he got down and people were making fun of him. They're like, this is the Michael Bay angle. And then Wahlberg tell her, tells her, like, your shorts are too short. And then I say, I think she looks hot for a teen. And that was Bay's line. Uh, <laughs> And I was like, uh, Bay, I don't think we should say that at all. That's a crazy thing to say. And he's like, no, trust me, it'll be hilarious. Uh, but then in the, in the like, ADR Like session, all of my films, nonstop laughs. laughs. Uh, yeah, pain and gain was more pain than gain. Uh, but I, fa- I, I finally, I argued with him when we were doing ADR, like doing the voiceover stuff in the editing room. And he's actually really cool. We looked at the whole thing and tried to come up with jokes. But I luckily was able to add, for a teen, like a teen ager, you know, and I, that seems I, I, it's there's something that I made it just a little bit better, but it still makes just my character sound like a fucking pervert because he's the surrogate uncle of this girl. It's just fucking yeah, it's, weird. It's he's really the, yeah. he's the soon to be deceased uncle of this girl, and he's talking about how hot she is. Earlier, you said you weren't going to say how I departed from the movie. Oh, <laughs> I just assumed the character would die someday. Was that character an immortal? I did a backstory, and eventually Lupus takes him. It's terrifying. Uh, all right, fellas. Well, that was a lovely chat about the cinema, and uh, now we have to move on to the uh, game portion of the show. Let the games begin. Lots of folks brought lots of name tags. Oh, I saw that one on Twitter today, right? Yeah. Uh, and so um, you guys can uh, just... Physically get up and go uh, pick a name tag of who you'd like to play for. Uh, There's lots of good ones. A lot of them have my face on it, which I like, but I don't get to pick the name tags, so I don't know why someone would pick one that has my face on it. But it happens sometimes. And we don't have a commercial in this episode, so I'm just going to keep babbling during this part. Uh, Doug Lowe's Movies. You should buy a, a free subscription to my podcast, I just thought I'd throw an ad in. The smartest smartest man in the world, and he is. Yeah, buy a free subscription to that. Uh, But I'm doing Douglas Movies again next Wednesday at the uh, Traverse City Film Festival, and uh, Michael Moore is going to be a guest on that one, because it's his film festival. And I am not doing my podcast, Cashing In with T.J. Miller at that festival. You're not? Nope. But that was a good way for me to get in my ad. Did you have fun at that Traverse City Comedy Festival when you did it that one time? Yeah, I thought it was super fun. Yeah, we had a good time. What's that thing from uh, Monsters, Inc. or whatever? With a beard. <laughs> oh, It's people, Victor. People are sad for him because he, he, he landed. Oh, it's Victor from it's Victor, the... but he had a beard or something on him. Yes, it's his it's beard. still on it. It's exactly like okay, him. Jesus, somebody in the front row was like, it's still on him. Can't you see? This is ridiculous there. It's the, uh, no, it's the one-eyed guy from Monsters, Inc. That's right. Scully. Mike Scully. Mike Scully. Yeah. yeah. Look at him, just sitting there Mike on my Sullivan. knee. Mike Sullivan. No, it's, it's uh, Sullivan. Why'd you throw him up here? Oh, so he's got the same beard you have. That's it. And are you hoping to just have one eye someday? Uh, did, did you want him back? Sure. Yeah, sure. 
There's can't, so many things I can do with it. It's a gift for you. Can't he sit by the Indian for a while so they can be friends during the show? There we during go. The, the native man. Your beard is so long. And your feathers are so wet. <laughs> one-eyed creature speaks the truth. Walking in the rain with the one-eyed guy. <laughs> well, one-eyed guy. Um, on who are you playing for there, TJ? Uh, she didn't write her name on it. Did you? Leah, yeah. <laughs> oh, never mind. I don't want this one. Uh, just kidding. So I'm playing for Leah, who made a Leah, yeah, with a picture of me that implies that I've had a rough week. <laughs> most pictures of you imply that, don't they? No, most pictures of me imply that I've had a rough month. <laughs> oh, I see. Uh, hold, hold, let me make a vine of this. Hold it up there. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's real nice. Hold it. Hold it. Okay. Uh, who are you playing for, Greg? I'm playing for Yo, Edwin. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Little rocky thingy. Yeah. Uh, Al, who are you playing for? Lisa, right here in the front row. It looks like she put a tremendous amount of effort into this. So, the, uh, big, yeah. the big Poluski. Is that your name? Poluski? Poluski? Okay. Right. Nice. Good. It's like Big Lebowski, but like still big Polish Lebowski. sounding. And oh, look at that. Let me get you, get all of you. I mean, the, the sign and the thing. Because the vine runs out at the end. Check out how much little time you have at the end. I gave TJ too much. Oh, Greg, oh, just the right amount. Too oh, much out. Oh, you got in there. I got in. Yeah. You made it. Trevor, say Trevor again. <laughs> now, do you think that's a James Bond film? I do think it is. I do, too. Because it's, it's got Sean Connery, and he plays James Bond in it. Klaus Maria Brandauer is unbelievable as a crazy weirdo in that. Oh, you oh, liked like, him which, in that? Uh, yeah. Is it Klaus Maria Brandon? Yeah, it is. Yeah. He's, he's fantastic in yeah. it. Yeah. And Tremendous. Kim Basinger is the... Uh, is She's the, the Bond girl yeah. in that one, yeah. And he said something to her like, uh, you have a pretty head, and if you displease me, I cut it off. Or you know what I mean? It's like, you're a villain. It's very, very, he's very sexy while being threatening. Uh, yeah. he, he was threatening to make her haircut shorter? Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, Yo, Adrian says the Leonard Malton game ain't over till it's over, which is a true statement. Is it? Yeah, yeah. it's over when it's over. Yeah. True, true of most things that occur. Yeah. <laughs> About three o'clock is when it's going to be over. That's what that's what we're shooting for. They got uh, Andy Kindler's going to come in and do the State of the Union uh, address. State of the Union. Yes. He's gonna, if only. He's just going to read uh, Barack Obama's last State of the Union. <laughs> And throw in an occasional shrug. And, uh, <laughs> and then Barack Obama's coming in at four to deliver the state of the industry address. <laughs> Call yeah. me. It's not funny. Andy's very funny state of the industry address is going to be in this room at, at 3.30, so we have to clear out uh, at 3 o'clock. Okay. I'm mostly saying this out loud so that T.J. Miller understands that the show, the show does have a time when it has to end. It's time for me to reveal that I'm actually Pete Holmes. <laughs> I think he's doing his podcast at three. So if you uh, run over to that tiny room that he's doing his in. Uh, oh, no, I didn't. Oh, no, you did not just go there. <laughs> Snap. I was just told it was small. I don't, I don't know how small it is. I just know I saw him this morning, and he is very confident to walk around with what looks like bed hair. He's, uh, and uh, I might as well say it. He's going to be on the uh, interruption tomorrow night. Yeah, Is so it? come to awesome. that if you can. 
You know, I'm actually a little, uh, I know we have limited time, but we did spend a tremendous amount of time talking about the Transformers <laughs> movie, and uh, obviously TJ is not the only actor on stage who has appeared in a major motion picture. It's true, Sean Cullen was, was in a movie in, or I two. Was in, uh, I was in The Love Guru. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's true. I was actually talking about a movie that people probably know me from uh, with Christian Slater and Cuba Gooding Jr. called Lies and Illusions. Anyone? No. Nope. Anyone? Raise Anybody? your hand if you've seen well, Lies probably... and Illusions. Not, <laughs> really? not one no, or the no, other, but both. She's just being nice. Are there, ro- are there robots in it? Are there robots in it? No, and uh, speaking of improvising lines, I was actually uh, sent that script in final draft uh, prior to the movie, and they said, go for it. Uh, That was uh, the day before filming, so... So you get high and do a little (laughs) punch-up? Yeah, I really did. Um, uh, Improvised almost every line, and no one cared. Uh, that was uh, and a budget. We shot it in Spokane. In Neat. What's it days. called? Lies and Illusions. Christian Slater came up to me, and I think he was embarrassed. I played his best friend, and he goes, "Al, this is uh, what we call a cash grab." And uh, Jesus. <laughs> it's also what we call Christian Slater's career. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is it, everything he's doing is like, okay, yeah, I'll do that because I want to keep working. You know, like he had that TV series where he was really smart about uh, tricking people. Well, he played both parts, right? Huh? He was the bad guy and the good guy. <laughs> that was another one. Yeah. Like, yeah. That? that was Do was No Harm one? with Sam Levine, I think. Are you thinking of the Patty Duke show? Where they were identical cousins and they fooled their parents all the time? Yeah, one of them was an evil cousin, though, right? Who murdered people. Yeah. No, that was the Brady Bunch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, he was right because in the theme song for Patty Do Show, they say a hot dog makes her lose control. Yeah. And so when she sees one, she murders people. That's true. <laughs> that had weird sexual innuendo, too. It's such a weird, it's just weird. A hot dog makes her lose control. I think lots of comics uh, have had reference to that in their well, act over the they're years. They're talking about when she's driving. She shouldn't eat oh, a hot dog. Oh, you shouldn't eat a hot dog while, driving. while driving. Yeah. That's, yeah, there's it a message difficult. in the theme song of the Patty Duke show. <laughs> sure. Raise your hand if you've ever seen the Patty Duke show. <laughs> No, oh, we got a few. Wow, that's one person. I knew I'd make a reference here that could lose 99.9% of the crowd, like hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's play some right, games. That's, that's the point of this thing at this yay, point. Yay, yay, yay. We'll start with a quick one just to, uh, you know, warm us up a little bit. Um, we're going to determine who gets to go first in the next game uh, by playing this game called... How much did this shit make? And in honor of Comic-Con is going on this weekend uh, down in uh, San Diego, and uh, um, I was going to do this at Comic-Con the other night, but I ran out of time, and uh, so I'm going to do it right now. TJ, just go ahead and throw your name tag on the floor. Sorry. We remember that it says, yeah, Leanne. Leah. See, that's why I need name tags. That's why the whole thing started. Okay, um, the movie that we're going to do is, uh, you know, most comic book movies are killing it right now at the box office, but one was considered to be a major critical failure and box office failure, and they're not going to make another one, and it was called The Green Lantern. Green Lantern. 
And uh, we need you guys to guess how much it made in millions without going over, according to Box Office Mojo, uh, the North American box office for this movie. And by the way, Green Hornet, just to give you an idea, the Seth Rogen Green Hornet, that made $98 million. Almost got to 100. I don't know why I thought I had to throw that in there. Yeah. Are we, I'm sorry, and again, first time playing, but are we doing domestic, foreign, combined? What is, uh, I apologize. North American. Okay. Yeah. Just North American. Yeah, including our Canadian friends. <laughs> All right, got it. As I do every week. But uh, how much do you think it made, TJ? 68 million. Okay. Greg? 14.5. And not a penny more. <laughs> uh, 72 million. We're not a loony more, sorry. 72, says Al? Yes. Okay, so that's, TJ's got a small window now. And uh, he's really fucking you over, TJ. I am. I and I Sean? I'm going to say 32 million. Okay. Big well, I really did have a reason for throwing in that Green Hornet made 98 million. It was just to kind of say that was seemed to be like kind of a failure and it made yes. 98 million. And Green Lantern was considered a failure at 116.6 million. Ooh. Yeah, so Al is our winner of that game. Yay! Now we're really going to get into it. My friend that threw up the, uh, the uh, Mike Scully doll with the beard. Mike, it's not Scully. No. What's his name? Mike oh, Scully's Spadowski. the other guy. Mike Spadowski. It's Mike and Scully. Yeah, yeah. Mike Wazowski. Mike, Mike Wazowski. Wazowski. Thank God we don't have to bother the uh, corrections Stanley department Spadowski. about that one. <laughs> a lot of children listen to this podcast and be very, very upset that I mixed up the names of those stupid monsters. Oh, <laughs> uh, they're not stupid. They're smart for monsters. I watched Monsters, Inc. on a plane it. The university or just the, uh, the first one? Did he go? <laughs> oh, university. That's what I meant. Yeah. Inc. was first, then university. Inc. was What's first. next? Mo- Monsters Community College. <laughs> and then Monsters Grade School. Wait, what's happening? Monsters, We're going all over. Monsters, it was, Monsters gonna, University was a prequel, so prequel. I guess they could keep going yeah. more prequely. I, I, Monster Babies. Monster Rehab. Yeah, that's right. Monster Reunion Rehab. That's why there was so much time between Monsters, Inc. and Monsters University is because they were all in Monsters Rehab. Yeah. Now there Monsters Promises uh, out at the beach. Monsters Age of Dis- Extinction? Monsters Age of Distinction. This, this game good. is called Last Man Stanton. We're going to take turns naming movies by whoever our friend uh, that brought this doll uh, picks. It's a, you need an actor, actress, or director who has a large body of work, has made a lot of movies. Is John Goodman too tough? John Goodman is a tough one, but, uh, and I think we've played it before, but uh, I'm willing to do it again if, sure. no one, if no one opposes the idea. No. Al, name any John Goodman movie. Inside Lewin Davis. What was it? Lewin Davis. The Inside latest, Lewin Davis. Yeah, the latest Coen Brothers. He was in there. In popular what? What? <laughs> well, I mean, that, do you remember Inside Lewin done. Davis? All right. Do you know what Inside Lewin Davis is? Yes. Yeah. Greg? I, I honestly didn't hear what he said. Inside, Inside Lewin Davis. Davis. Oh, yeah. 
No, he went like, and then I would need it. No, sorry. He did do that because I heard what he said and I wrote it down. Doug, Doug, to be fair, that's the worst name for a movie of all time. Inside Lewin Davis. Yeah, it really sounds like it's a sequel to being John Malkovich. Wow. Like, but this time we go into the brain of somebody nobody's heard of or cares about. And has a fake first name. Lewin? Yeah. Who is like, hi, I'm Lewin. Through the whole movie, he has to kind of be embarrassed about explaining his his first name. People are like, what? Lewin? Yeah, Lewin. Here's your cat. (laughs) I'm paraphrasing. I'm paraphrasing. Uh, Sean, what do you got? John Goodman. Uh, Oh, brother, where art thou? Wait, what? <laughs> oh, brother, what I see what we're doing here. I'll, uh, let's just knock off all the Coens <laughs> yeah. that he was in. Yeah, I'll do Big Lebowski. Barton Fink. Yeah. Your turn, Greg. The Babe. Yeah. Shit. One of the worst sports movies of all time. When John Goodman plays an 18-year-old teenager leaving the industrial school and he's 325 pounds about to go play his first game in the major leagues, you're like, wow, yeah, things were different in those days. The Babe, that's the movie where they tell him, that'll do, pig. <laughs> <laughs> that'll do you, pig. Uh, uh, Shit. Al? I'm uh, hitting the wall already. Oh, uh, it's, it's a hard game. It's not easy. It is, uh, because you think about his TV career. Well, then, then it really is. Um, I just thought of another one. Did you? Yeah. Oh, and another one. <laughs> and another one. Well, they just keep coming to me. He's been in a lot of movies. He really has, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. I'm so sorry. Don't apologize. Yeah. You're out. Sean? King Ralph. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. How? Explode. Um, All right. I'm going to go with flight. Wow. Nice. All right. I'm going to try this one, but it might get me out. Born yesterday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With Melanie Griffith. You better fucking believe it. (laughs) Speed racer. Whoa! Oh, yeah. Someone was recently. Pops. I've had I've had two different people recently tell me Speed Racer is a great movie, uh, and both of them were in Speed I really Racer. It. <laughs> I, I, no, I really like the movie. I really? Did, yeah. I, don't I might have to give it another chance. Is it like twenty minutes too long? Can you admit that? Eh, you know what? Again, I'm watching with a fucking nine year old at the time, so uh, we were into it, and I was super baked. Uh, no. All right. I All think right. it's kind of a stupid premise, what? just speed racer. Of course. <laughs> yeah, <there's>, why <laughs> are you racing slow? No, it's speed racing is the only kind of racing, as yeah. far as I'm aware. It should be named something more descriptive, more innovative, like fast and furious. Yeah, <laughs> racer. Exactly. Fast Some emotion. and furious racer is what they should have called it. It would have been a big hit. People get angry when they go at high speed. That's what happens. <laughs> People get furious. Are you stalling trying to think no, of another No, I joke have one. The... What Monuments is Men. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you had three of them, didn't you? I'm going to go with matinee. Yeah. That's the spirit. Uh, Greg? I mean, TJ, sorry. No, you're going to end up going to Greg. Because uh, you got nothing? 
Yeah, I feel like he had a cameo in... Oh, he definitely did. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's my answer. He's definitely had a cameo. He had a cameo. Yeah. Uh, was he in the Grand Hotel? The 1930s? All right. They're moving on. He wasn't. Greg? Big Lebowski. I said that already. Oh, true story. Right after Al Madrigal said... <laughs> he said, inside, inside Mogan David. Uh, Everyone heard. Inside Everyone heard. Mogan David. Said. That's what I thought he said. I inside said inside Mogan Lu- David. I was like, why no, would there be a... I said, inside Lewin David. It's right to the man. I said, uh, it, it is kind of hard to hear each other sitting next to each other. Yeah, maybe that Are you guys it. talking? The, the sound is going out there more. To be fair, this room holds 300,000 people, and this is the largest event since the Nuremberg Rally, so <laughs> the echo in here is fairly substantial in my defense. I didn't hear you say Big Lebowski. My... A uh, movie of John Goodman is one from the 80s called True Stories by David Byrne. Mm-hmm. Good one. All right. Arachnophobia. Whoa. Whoa, good one. Fuck. I will go with... That's a great um, one. Blues Brothers 2000. Oh, man. <laughs> from the three-point line. God. Uh, Greg? You're out? Yeah, teaches out. Flintstones. Yeah. Uh, now, that might be the greatest movie of all time, next to Speed Racer. And Yogi Bird 3. When you, when you take a cartoon and you make it even funnier with making it live, <laughs> that is a good idea. Rick Moranis played Barney in that. He was funny. He was good. And what's her name? The fabulous uh, actress uh, who played... Uh, um, what's happening? <laughs> Sean Cullen. Yeah, I think I'm stumped. Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> what are you gonna do? Was he in What's Shit Princess? Whistling. I made Shit that one Princess. Up. Yeah. No, I made that one up. What was that? No, no. Shit Princess. That was the prequel to Snowpiercer. <laughs> yeah. Where you go shit out in, in the princess. snow and lay a shit princess. Um, she got nothing, Sean? Um, Sean's got nothing. Okay, I'm out. He's out. <laughs> this is kind of funny, what I'm about to say. <laughs> Monsters, Inc. You pulled that one out. I'll see your Monsters, Inc., and I'll raise you with arachna motherfucking phobia. I just said that. No, he didn't. This is how this is how Greg Proops learned that his hearing is gone. (laughs) 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 To be fair, he said it with such conviction. You should give him the point. He did. He did sing it. He did sing it. That's probably how he bought his ticket when he saw that movie when it came out. One for arachnophobia. <laughs> oh, I am deaf as a post, man. You know, well, it's, it's not that my hearing's gone. It's just that my short-term memory is completely ratched. Yeah. Do you have another you one? I said it a second ago. I'm like, that would be a good one. And then, hey, I just thought of something. What's some, be... Do you have another one? Are you going to let me walk away with this? Oh, no. How about Bewitched? Was he in that? No. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say it because it was so conviction. shitty. He was in Always and Revenge of the Nerds. And what else you guys got? Monsters University. Monsters University, obviously. The campaign. Coyote Ugly. He was the daddy of that sweet little girl. Which one? Argo. Oh, 
Oh yeah, Argo, Coyote. fuck all of us. Coyote Ugly was a good one. I'm sorry I didn't remember that. So, I think we forgot Argo the last time we played John Goodman. Really? I think so. I saw uh, Coyote Ugly in a movie theater uh, with my wife years when it came out. Uh, not the first night, but uh, who'd you see it with? My wife. My wife. My wife. <laughs> and uh, it, the whole theater was 11 year olds, and they were watching the movie spellbound. Like the Coyote Ugly was like. Citizen came to them. They were so serious about it. And he, there was a line in it like, oh, I'm lip-syncing to Blondie. And my wife and I laughed. And the kid behind us turned and went, that's not funny. Like that. And I was like, Jesus Christ. It was like watching a, a French art film with a bunch of 11-year-olds. They were, Don't you fucking laugh at her aspiration to be a, a coyote girl. I, I love what you said. They were watching it like Spellbound. And I thought you meant like Spellbound the movie. Which may just not be totally changed stories. I was, I was watching Coyote Ugly, and these children are watching Spellbound. <laughs> um, let's play the Leonard Malton game. You love it. Greg gets to go first, because he did last the longest in, uh, in Last Man Stanton. And then, uh, and then we'll go to... Uh, which way were we going last time? That way? Well, that way. So I we'll think... come back the other way. We'll go oh, to TJ. Sweet. Oh, sweet. Oh, oh. And uh, TJ gets to pick the first category. Please don't, please don't try to look at my phone. I'm just stretching my back, Doug. I don't want to see that iPhone 4. <laughs> <laughs> You're making me feel bad about my phone. Is it really an iPhone 4? I already felt bad enough about your pants. I, uh... <laughs> hey, I'm in a safari jungle from the waist down. Wow, your pants are tripping. The last place they're going to look for weed on you is in those pants that look like you're covered in weed. (laughs) Saigon. Shit, I'm still in Saigon. (laughs) Everybody listening, I have weird (laughs) pants on. I wouldn't say weird. The listeners would not have gathered that from what we were saying. My joke was that I was even less descriptive than you guys, so the people at home would be like, oh, he's finally going to clarify exactly what the print on his pants is, but then he said he didn't, and that was the joke. Would you like, and they're always glad you came, which is movies with actors from the TV show Cheers? I've had a totally different concept of what that was going to be. Right? Or uh, Horace, Horace Inkling suggested on Twitter... Batman versus Bateman, and that's movies that have Jason Bateman and Ben Affleck. Yeah, you'd be surprised how many there are. Those two, something's up with those two. And then your third option is uh, the El Duderino category, which is movies that are seven words, or the title is seven words or more, you know, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. Which one of those would you like to play, TJ? Um... I think seven words or more, okay. although... What, TG, come on, what the fuck? What? What do you want it to be? I'll do whatever you want. I'm still going to lose. Let's do the... What the do you cheers. want, Bateman versus No, Batman? cheers is easy. I can't hear a goddamn word you're saying. See? No! <laughs> it's not just he was, me. He was making fun of you when he did that. He, no, you, you know what? He, uh, honestly, it's like being told a secret by a butterfly. That's uh, what it, <laughs> it, it's so... Everyone can hear. There's no diction. There's no (laughs) emphasis on anything. It's like sharing a confidence with a beetle. You know what I mean? Like, what are you saying? (laughs) Like, it's I'm David. What? And then I'm like, whatever. I can't. 
I'm going to do, uh, <laughs> actually then do Bateman versus Batman. Okay. So I think there's one that I know, but just one. Okay. And I can't remember the name of it, so. <laughs> it's perfect. Let me help you out. It was, um, uh. These pants are weird. <laughs> the one you're trying to think of is, uh, Extract. No. Oh, really? Ah. Uh. But you burn that one. The this one, one is from 2007. One and a half stars. Wait a second. Why did I let you pick? I Greg, don't know. Greg I is supposed care. to go I first. Even, I don't know why you don't, when you start the game, ask me to leave the stage. Because <laughs> I have never won. I don't understand why you play it. Your fans are rabid for people that are good at it. I already did my part of talking too much throughout the podcast about a terrible movie that I was barely in. Yeah, but you helped make them terrible. What do you mean, barely? If that movie was a regular length, you would have been in half of it. <laughs> um, okay, sorry, Greg, about that. You were supposed to go first. Uh, I'll choose the one in seven words or more. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was my turn. Eat it, Al. Eat yeah, it. I can... I'll just walk away. Eat it like you eat your words when you're talking. Greg, this movie... <laughs> he just dropped you a shit princess right there, Al. Yeah. <laughs> This movie with seven, uh, ti- seven titles or more in the, uh, in the, in the words got uh, two and a half stars from uh, Mr. Malton, and um, the year is 1967. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Leonard says about this movie that it has an impressive cast that tries to sustain the comedy. <laughs> that doesn't sound like they succeeded when he says they tried to sustain the comedy. And then he also says it's based on a play. And he lists seven names. How many names can you get it in, Greg Proops? Uh, seven. <laughs> I'm sticking with this fortuitous number. All right. And so then uh, now we go to TJ. Name that movie. <laughs> All right. Sorry, did I say that clearly? Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Mogan David. All right, well, if there's anybody on this panel that could name this, I would, I would say Greg might be the one. Uh, and uh, we'll, we'll see if he comes up with it. The seven names are Cyril Delevante, the great Cyril Delevante, uh, Lionel Jeffries, Jonathan Winters, Hugh Griffith, Barbara Harris, Robert Morse, and Rosalind Russell. Seven words or more, Greg, from 1967. Comedy, impressive cast, as you just heard. Uh, and uh, they try. They try to sustain the comedy. Rod Steiger's not in it. And it's huh? based on a play. It's based on a play. Oh, if, you say, if you say this title, the room is going to go nuts. Is it, oh, dad, poor dad, mom's hung you in the closet and I feel so bad? That's it! Oh, that's amazing! Boom! Is it really? Oh my Holy God! Shit. Yeah! Proops is churning that is the butter. Amazing! Yes! Adrian, looking the smartest good. Smartest man in the world. But it's feeling so bad, so I can't give you the point because the actual title is feeling so sad. sad. And you said there you bad. Are. You're right. I did. Yeah. So TJ gets the point. No. I don't even Boo. want the point. I don't want the point. Give it to Greg. It's not fair. No, nah. I'm going to make you take it. You're going <laughs> to. I got it wrong. It's not. It's it was not impressive that you got that close. Everybody Holy loved it. Shit. And then turns out you were wrong. 
out of triumph tragedy. This is like riding the snow piercer. <laughs> it really is. Did I shit Princess the Bed that time? <laughs> uh, there is a pee at the very bottom of all the bed stuff. All right, Sean, we're going to start with you and uh, head over to uh, Al, and you get to pick the first category. Uh, Celebrating a birthday today, uh, Joey from Friends, Matt LeBlanc, uh, and he's been in some movies. Uh, (laughs) You're kidding. uh, So the films of Matt LeBlanc. Wow. Or uh, the YOLO virus, which is a, a movie where an actor who played James Bond dies. So it's, you know, all the James Bonds over the years. One of them dies in, in a movie. And um, Penny Dreadful, which, of course, is Penny Marshall movies that Leonard gave two stars or less. <laughs> which one of those would you like to play, Sean? I think YOLO virus. YOLO. I know you love the James Bond films. Uh, this particular James Bond dies in it movie is from 1987. Four stars from Leonard for this movie. He calls it high-energy entertainment. He also says that the the, uh, end of the movie, or there's a section of this movie that will have you on the edge of your seat, exclamation point. Like, Leonard doesn't bust out exclamation points hardly ever. Uh, And then he lists uh, nine names. Apologies, ten names. <clears throat> How many names can you get it in, Sean? Well, I'm going to go eight. Eight's a smart opening bid. Yeah. Al? I'll try it in seven. Okay. Greg? I'll go six. Oh, here's TJ again. <laughs> How did that happen? Did I go the same order again? <laughs> uh, I can do it in the form of saying, name that movie. <laughs> <laughs> This is going to make me so happy if TJ wins today. Ironically, it will make me very sad. After after your speech about how hard it is for you to win. But I think Greg's going to pull this one out. You get six names, Greg? Sure. Okay. And, um, yeah, I'm excited for you on this one. I really think you're going to do it. Your six names are Patricia Clarkson, Billy Drago, Brad Sullivan, Jack Kehoe, Richard Bradford, and Robert De Niro. Yeah. From 87, and someone who played Bond dies in this movie. Someone? Who played James Bond dies in this movie from 87, where De Niro, probably one of the, I don't think he's lowly billed very often. Yeah, right. He's usually top two, probably. 87. It's not, it's not the Robert De Niro. It's can't, be a different, Niro. can't be a different Robert De Niro. SAG, oh. SAG doesn't allow that. Okay. Well, maybe a D.I. Nero. Oh, yeah. It's true. I should get into the spellings of all the names. Yeah. Well, you ought to because when Greg didn't do one letter, you didn't give him the point. <laughs> Never mind. It really was well, the difference of one letter. My guess is it isn't Roger Moore or Timothy Dalton that dies in this, and uh, Daniel Craig wouldn't have been in it. And so I'm guessing that Sean Connery dies in this movie, and if I could have longer to think about it and a Google map in front of me, 
I would get the answer to this. Uh, Robert De Niro, 87. Shit balls. Yeah. High energy entertainment. Uh, what's the one reason the bloody jungle in them? All right. Uh, um, I really thought you'd pull this one. I was I so excited. I know. TJ knows too. You're oh, winning. I know this one. Uh, um, uh, I don't know. Shit. Uh, I got nothing. Um, how about, uh, I can't think of a movie where Sean Connery dies. The Rock? But what do you do, like, if somebody pulls a knife, what that? do you do? Oh, oh fuck the Untouchables. <laughs> yeah, it's the Untouchables. You knew. Yeah, TJ's right. our winner, you guys. Hey. TJ Miller pulls it out. You're this sure is right. terrifying. <laughs> he does die in that one. I'm so uncomfortable. I was going to say to live and let die, but... No. That's, no. Yeah, that would have been wrong if the answer was live and let die. die. How, uh, <laughs> James uh, Bond dies at live and let die. <laughs> how, uh, how, how do I close it out? I've, this has never happened. What, what, you don't have to do anything. Just sit there. <laughs> um, but, right, I should have got that one, man. But Leah gets the, uh, the prize bag. Come collect your prizes, Leah. Leah! We did it. You literally had the worst guest on Doug Loves Movies. And also the one who loses the most. Say goodbye, fellas. <laughs> Running bear and little green blackbeard. Wow, he looked up just in time to catch it. <laughs> here, here, this, I don't want to put it in the bag because it'll fall right through it. It's heavy. It's and, a uh, beautiful, but, beautiful sculpture. My father's hands were all over that. Yeah. Enjoy the facial sprays. Thank you for... Yeah, she might she want to spray off you right now that. to that exciting competition. Now, Sean Cullen has kind of a gift because, uh, you know, no matter what movie title you throw at him, he, he knows the theme song to yeah. every mo- motion picture. It's crazy. So, so I would like, uh, you know, just to rub in that Greg didn't know the answer, how did the theme song for The Untouchables go? Look out behind you, <laughs> eating your dinner, feeling satisfied and safe and secure. Oh, no, a bat is hitting your place where you should put a hat I think you're gonna die face down in your food as the blood spreads out across the linen tablecloth <laughs> untouchables untouchables you thought you were untouchable but you got touched with the great big bat enjoy eternal sleep <laughs> Wow. I love those days. Like back in the 80s, the, the theme songs to movies told you about key scenes <laughs> right there in the theme song. Kind of, it was well, fun, it was kind it was fun of to know what was going to happen. Wet your appetite. Kind of like the Mission Impossible movies show you really fast everything that's going to happen in, in the opening. Uh, Al Madrigal, uh, would you like to sing? Um, actually, I don't think I'm going to get to sing. <laughs> Greg, what did he say? <laughs> Al said he'd adore to sing and he's, he's got an improvised song that he's going to do that rhymes every other line and is hilarious go on Al I think he also said he was going to do an iambic pentameter right yeah, yeah. exactly are you guys talking I can't hear anything I accidentally kept one of your uh, don't go oh, spray things I got to give her the full, all the prizes there you sure. go I don't know where the lid went though she so, was like, yeah, oh, here it is. It. This guy's got he's it. got it. Thanks, dude. This is so, the kind of so crowd. great. I just got into town. I already scored a lid. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. Drug joke. <laughs> 
Does I was like even, Cheech and Chong does, in a ceramic Does vacations. anybody ever say lid anymore? No, that's what I mean. That was up in smoke. That's man. some old school <laughs> shit right there. That reference 20 was It was a neat reference. Um, how did the theme song, Sean, from uh, Oh Dad, Poor Dad, Mama's Hung You in the Closet, I'm Feeling So Sad, how did that go? Why can't I get this door closed? <laughs> Something seems to block the frame. I open the door and oh my lord, Daddy's dead. What a shame. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> any movie he knows the theme song from every movie yeah. uh, Al do you have any uh, plugs before we go today uh, my show's at uh, 7.30 uh, tonight and tomorrow I'd love people to come by yes. love it yeah check out he's gonna be at the uh, the Mumbles Amphitheater yeah. and the sound there is really crisp and uh <laughs> You're doing a, a stand-up where? Where's your show at? The Underworld. Uh, Underworld. Right okay. past uh, hyperdermic Underground. pile of hyperdermic needles. No, it's uh, three stories up. <laughs> and, uh, and then watch him on uh, About a Boy. He'll be back in the fall on NBC. That's right. October yeah. 14th. Yeah. There you go. What's it about? Yeah. October 14th. <laughs> just in time for people to start whipping up their About a Boy Halloween costumes. Yeah, that's right. Plenty just like all your favorite About yep. a Boy characters. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, they have, at Subway, they have an about-a-boy uh, kids meal. They do. You get a bag of yeah, all the right. characters on it. It's incredible. <laughs> How's the theme song for about-a-boy How does that go? I forgot. I'm what wondering. is this all about? What is it all about? I want to scream and shout, this show's about a boy. <laughs> That's it. Fucking I almost fell over laughing. Almost it almost happened. Greg Proops is doing Smartest Man in the World podcast here at the festival. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow at 3.15. Uh, you can also, if you're in Los Angeles within the sound of my voice, when does this uh, plop, Doug? Should be out tomorrow. Awesome. Then uh, Monday I'll be showing uh, uh, Bull Durham at the Cine Family at 7.30. Uh, where Doug has his uh, movie show as well. Yeah, and Greg Proops Film Club at Cine Family. At the Cine Family. Family. dot org. Perfect summertime movie. Yeah. So if you're in LA, uh, Monday. That's Monday. Monday. And uh, TJ's uh, feverishly going through his phone right um, now. You can watch. Uh, you can watch my podcast, Cashing In with TJ Miller. Just listen to it. You can just watch it. No, you can watch the little thing on the iTunes slowly go across till it's over. Uh, you can see me in Transformers 4 I'm on Silicon Valley on HBO. Come I didn't Rounds. know you were in that. Yeah. Neither did I. Uh, and then I have a show at the San Diego Comedy Company. Wow. Uh, the American Comedy Company on Wednesday, July 30th. Uh, so you can... San Diego, it's a nice club. You'll have fun yeah, there. it's a very nice club. And this plops when? Tomorrow? Ish, yeah. Uh, tonight, I, or, yeah, tonight at 11.30 p.m., I have a show that you guys can all come to that's part of the festival. So please come and see that, and you can find my tour dates on my website, tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com, or on Twitter at nottjmiller. Where, we, where, where may we purchase your pants? Uh, off of me right now, buddy. I'll sell the pants right off my dick. Who wants Ask to buy TJ's pants? 
This gentleman wants to bid how much? Three bucks. No, he said 20 bucks? She says 10. This is a terrible auction. None of I am those terrible are, at this. These, these cost so much. I hear 10. I hear a quarter. I hear $4. I hear... Well, how much did you say? 20. That guy you said, said 20. the same thing that guy said. So, 25? Are you willing to go higher? I didn't agree. He's done. He's done. He's fucking got 20. No, now, is this Canadian or American? 25. 25, she says. 30, 30. she says. I I'm the can't. worst auctioneer ever. I didn't agree to this. 30, 25, we have over here. What size these are? They're too big for your britches. $30.25 was bid over here. 30.25. Sold. 40. She She's says 40. 40. Sorry, sir. There's a 40 over here. And to, I, I didn't agree to this. What a, and I won the game. This is my prize. I have to walk back to my hotel room in my underwear, meeting people from the industry the entire way. <laughs> hey, dude, I said, where can I buy your pants, not can I buy your pants? And you're like, well, you can get them off me right off my dick now. And I think everybody wants to see that. And it's $40, which is more than you got paid for Transformers. That's true. I made minimum wage on Transformers. SAG minimum. Everyone did it for minimum Where's wage. Where's this person? We need you, I need you to write down a shithead for me to say, because uh, uh, you did not win today. But I will. I got you a didn't pen. Even write down I like that you said to me, do you have a pen? we were going to win. Yeah, I got a pen. I got this worked out. Uh, while she's signing the uh, Rocky name tag, Sean, how did the theme song for Rocky Three go? Hmm. Oh, it's fun to punch and it's fun to get punched. But let's go overseas and find a giant robot man to bring me to my knees. <laughs> okay, that's, that's Rocky IV. Yeah, oh. What's Rocky III? Oh, Clubber Lang. I'm sorry that it? I finally stumped you. Yeah, I pity the song. fool who's fighting me. I'm the guy called Mr. T. I've got gold and I've got bling and punching people is my thing. Burgess that. Meredith dead. <laughs> oh, spoiler. They spoil that in the theme song. I know. Oh, because he died in two? Or he died in three? No, he died in three. Clubber oh, Lang okay. pushed him over. Oh, fucking Clubber Lang. Dick. Um, what do you got to plug, Sean? Sean Pod, your podcast. I do my podcast on iTunes, and I've uh, got a new book coming out in, in spring called Dreamland. And uh, none of you would really want to read it, I imagine. That's uh, a, what is else? It's, it's doing for match kids? Game. It's a kid's book? It's a children's, like, uh, you know, mid. Uh, they call it young adult, but it sounds like porn for, you know, tweens, which isn't really Whenever right. I see it written out YA, I just go, yay! Yeah! Yeah! Yeah, and then uh, Match Game is still going on, which people seem to enjoy or not. Oh, I don't know. I'm sure you're so funny on that Match Game program. Yeah, bad it is. Yeah. Good, yeah. I'd, I'd get, get down in your seat! Here, uh, Lisa needs, uh, she What's needs happening? to write a name on the back of... Shithead. Her. Oh, you didn't put a shithead on here? That's her name. That's her oh, it's name. just her name. I was going to call you a shithead. <laughs> okay, go ahead and write one on there. <laughs> that was, I really was like confused. Like, why did she put her own name on it? It's okay. I, w I was going to do it, but self-love is the hardest love. <laughs> Traitor. Um, I'm going to be doing another Douglas Movies in uh, Madison, Wisconsin on August 3rd and douglasmovies.com is where you go for all of my dates. Thank you guys so much. This was so much fun. 
One more big round of applause for all of my guests, Sean Cullen, Al Madrigal, Al Mumbles Madrigal, uh, Greg Proops, and TJ. TJ, I won't sell my pants to anybody. Miller, you could have got 40 bucks for those things. How much did you pay for them? They were $350. Oh, okay. Well, these are real leaves that they've woven into the fabric. It's like real estate you rather than a pair of pants. You gotta be careful in Canada. You could be attacked by a beaver when they see those pants, man. They're like, this is my natural habitat. I must gnaw your ankles until I fell you. <laughs> you and your fucking logging references. I love it! <laughs> and uh, yeah, come. I hope to see some of you guys tomorrow night at the uh, the interruption show. Some of these guys up here might be there too. And um, as always, <clears throat> where do I begin? Uh, S- Stephen Harper is a shithead. Yay! <laughs> Shit! I had a feeling I should have closed with that one. You see a, poli- a politician you don't enjoy? He's the, He's prime, the prime minister. minister. <laughs> Crack a great, fucking great. newspaper, Doug. Great. That's how I just exonerated myself for getting in trouble for that one. I don't even know his name. He's Doug the head hates of the... info. He's Why the did head you guys the, clap uh... for that? He's, uh, he's disliked? Oh. He's the worst. Okay. He's the head of the Canadian National Socialist Party. People don't realize that. Are you, am I going to get in trouble? What about Bloc Québécois? You have no interest in that, then. I don't think you're getting get in trouble. I think Canada doesn't have like a totalitarian government. They just there's Tylenol. You'd be surprised with... how mad Canada can get at you. We're yeah, working on it. You'd be surprised. We're working on it. All right. Um, which one do you think I should finish with here, TJ? Between this one, the yeah that one. Okay. Because then I'll. But that one's yell. pretty good too, though. That's a really good one. It's really up to you. It's your show. Every time I every time I give you unwarranted advice, you get fucking pissed. And now you want me to figure out the closer at the largest comedy festival in the world. And if you'd had this any information... This closer is so important. This better kill. And you if better, you, and if you you better get, pick right. And if you get one letter wrong, you lose. I think I got this. Uh, sad dad is a shithead. <laughs> Good one. And Michael Bay is a shithead. Treason! Traitors! Treason! Now it's time for Doug to watch another 